But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 really good posters i am mtv malik she is becky at giftmaster bex this is love war challenges how you doing becky i'm doing good excited to be here it looks like it's just us two what happened to everybody <laughs> apparently they just didn't want to come to work today Mm-mm-mm. took the day off too bad for them we're here together How's everybody else out there doing? We're the gruesome twosome, Malik. Facts. This is not the first time that it's just been us two. So now you guys see who really cares. <laughs> but nah, no, no smoke. Big shout out to uh, Antonio, a.k.a. the Bananas Defender and Tyler Louder. They just got some other stuff to do today. So it's just us before our big break. How did you like the, the how did you like the reunion? Uh, it was interesting. I think the part that I liked is that you could really see almost everybody's reaction to things. Like when they were going over certain segments, you could see how, you know, Johnny and then, you know, um, Corey and all of them were just like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, kind of a situation. <laughs> so I really did enjoy kind of seeing because when you're on a stage, they just swoop and it's so fast. You just can't catch the reactions. So I think it's it's fun. Absolutely. So a couple of announcements before we go ahead and get into it. One of them is being that after today, we are going to be taking a short break. I think something like around four weeks just so, you know, I've been on. I mean, it's been something like 120 episodes straight. I can use a little bit of a break. I'm not saying it's going to last a whole four weeks. If it ends sooner, I'll let you guys know. In between that, we are going to be showing episodes of The Ruin so you guys could get re-familiarized, re-familiarized with, the, uh, with everything that went down during that season before we go ahead and jump into that. Uh, number two, something happened with my original website for the t-shirts. And for some reason, when I transferred the domain over to my current domain server, it messed everything up. So I found it easier just to change the name of the website. So the new website is going to be shopthechallenge.com. Has everything you know and love about the previous site. It's just a new name. That is shopthechallenge.com. Three, I hope you guys like the new layout. I decided to go a little bit higher with production quality. Give you guys something nice to look out. Let me know what you guys think. I did put at least 20 minutes into like doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 20 minutes is a lot of time. <laughs> Last but not least, we got one more addition. And that is the addition of sound effects. Toasty. 
<laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm going to be so fucking annoying with these things. Now, these won't make the actual podcast that's on Spotify, but you guys will be able to enjoy them. That's why you should always watch live. Yo, this shit is mad annoying. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh right. my God. So, do you got anything to announce before we go ahead and jump into the reunion for the Challenge 35 Total Madness? For me? No, I, I'm just happy. I got a new job. I'm working from home. Everybody now knows that I have a podcast because my setup showed up on Zoom and they were very impressed. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got busted out of my job back in uh, April and my DM thought it'd be a good idea to send a gift for Josh. I just like fucking casual. That's what I get. He's like, yeah. I heard of Johnny Bananas. I used to watch the show back in the day. And it says something stupid like, yo, is Landon still, still doing it? Oh, what? Yo, 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 such, oh, wait, wait, let me chill because he might know exactly where to find this podcast. Find me out here popping shit about him. <laughs> yo, what up, Scott? Don't be a casual, Scott. Actually watch the show. <laughs> He's mad cool, though. Big shout out to, to, uh, to Scott. Uh, uh, <laughs> Malik, you do realize yes. that you have me listed as Ace Medina Med- Metaphor. Do I? Yep. Oh my God. That's because we, for some reason, we seem to have switch. There we go. <laughs> I'm just over here. Like, apparently we're in the basement now. I don't know how that happened, but Hey, <gasps> as you, as you can see <laughs> the basement in this one, see the original one was set up with all four of us until our asshole colleagues decided to skate on us. So <laughs> it is what it is. You ready to go ahead and jump into the episode? Let's let's jump the into reunion? these episodes because we got All some right. interesting situations. So the first thing I wanted to ask you is how did Vernon Davis do as a host? I'm very familiar with Vernon Davis. I was living in California when he was one of the greatest tight ends for the San Francisco 49ers, a well-likable guy. How do you think he did as a host? Okay, I'm probably one of the few, but I actually really liked him. I felt like he was energetic. I felt like he was happy to be there. He didn't really like interrupt everybody. Like you see a lot of these hosts that are like trying to jump in. Like the Miz is constantly like, let me jump in and, you know, say some shit because I need to be on screen and I'm on camera. But, you know, he really kind of let the challengers talk. He he asked really good questions. So I actually really did like him. Okay. And Pam definitely agrees with you too. And I don't think you're by yourself on that one. I think Vernon did really well. I think he was, uh, I think he was decently versed and, and what, what was going on with the challenge. He spoke well, he didn't interrupt too much. He wasn't doing too much. I thought he was actually one of the best hosts we've seen in recent memory. So I don't think it's just you. I mean, every year you hear people complaining about the host. Everybody like Justina, but Swaggy P did a terrible job. Nobody's really complaining that from Vernon Davis. But I do think, and don't get me wrong, I love the fact that the challenge always tries to bridge the gap between uh, actual sports and the fifth and major sport, which is the challenge. But I can't help but think that they miss opportunity. You got guys like Mark Long and Eric Neese. A lot of these people would be perfect to, to host these challenge reunions, or at least to be a part of it. And I feel like that would be probably the better way to go with it. Even though I think Vernon Davis did a amazing job with what he had to deal with. 
considering we're in the middle of a pandemic. I really want to see uh, the female Devin. She did a really great job at the when they did the Orlando, you know, challenges, you yeah, know, the so small mini challenge. challenge. You know, you saw those and she did so well. She was personable. She knows these people for the most part. And she really kind of has a grasp of, you know, what it needs to be on TV. So I think she would have been a great choice. I don't know why they're not going to the well uh, of these people um, because she's just. I mean, she was always great with commentary. You know, that was one of her major strong suits. I 100% agree with you. Devin would be great. Speaking of Devin, let's go ahead and bef- and take a slight detour. Oh, no. Devin put out a Instagram IG where male he apparently. Devin. Yes, male Devin. Uh, kisses the bananas ring. He says he doesn't hate bananas. He hasn't gotten a call. He would love to join the challenge. A lot of people love to bring up that. This season was rigged for Bananas, and Bananas is basically a producer, and he's even said that himself. What was it like to see Devin in this position where it looks like he's negotiating from a position of weakness? I don't want to say groveling, because I don't hate Devin, but Devin's entire existence on the challenge has been his uh, his fight with Bananas. And it just seems that, like, to see this kind of turnaround, it... I don't know. What what was your take on it? Uh, I mean, you've been hearing a lot of rumors. Uh, There have been rumors placed out that Johnny is starting to try and get a lot of cast members banned, Uh, popular cast members, polarizing cast members, which, in my opinion, is weakness. Like, I hate that John. If this is true, Johnny is trash for it, because at the end of the day, there should be no reason that you're trying to get people banned because it makes you look weak. So if bananas is doing this and I'm saying this right out there, you're weak bananas, allow people to play as is period. Now, Devin honestly was never a hugely popular character at this point. I don't even think Johnny cares. I honestly don't think Johnny's trying to get Devin banned at all because he's not, he's not a, amazing challenger he's not real competition i don't honestly think he's that worried about him i think devin is reaching and he really 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 wants to be on this show but i don't think johnny's the one that's gonna end up stopping him i think it's himself i think a lot of people give johnny bananas way too much credit i don't i i really don't think that he has the power from cbs viacom who says who gets on the show or not? Do I think he voices his opinion? Sure. Do I think it's taken into consideration? In, in consideration? No. And if it is, probably very lightly. When it comes to a show like The Challenge, there are so many moving parts. There's so many things, so many different people's schedules and so many different things about what people bring to the table. I don't think it's realistic to say Johnny says, keep, keep this person off. Now, he has come up with schemes to help his cause, and that's mainly the Pauly thing, where he set up a fake fight with Pauly and all of the, and, you know, set up a whole bunch of people saying, um, oh, we don't feel safe around Pauly. Because sure. he's saying to pop a roach, like as if you can't sing along right. to a song and all of a sudden you're threatened. But that is realistic. That's in his bag of tricks, because it's not just him saying, ban this person, I don't want them in my presence or anything like that, so... That's a lot more realistic. 
And even that, you got to take with a grain of salt. So I think people just give him way too much credit. I'm glad Devin wants to be back. I think he's a decent challenger. He has made a final. I think he can do pretty well. But is he a legitimate threat to Johnny Banana's legacy? Probably not. I don't, and if Johnny was going to get people banned, I don't think he would go after people like a, a, a death. I mean, more of a CT, more of a Jordan. Those are the people who will pose bigger threats to him. And you know what? If you ever get a season where we got Johnny West, CT, and Jordan working together, Jesus fucking Christ, they're going to wipe the floor with these new kids. Yeah, I don't know if Wes and, jo- and Jordan will be able to work together. They he really doesn't like him. No, no, no. I mean, who? I mean, Jordan has made no. He has shown no interest in working with everybody, and he's kind of a. Uh, I don't want to sit here and turn into the uh, the Jordan Basher thing. You ready to go ahead and jump back into the reunion? While I try to find my Google. Jordan's Doc a racist. Yes, I'm ready. These things are true. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and jump into Fessy and Fecky's and Fecky's and Fessy's uh, legacy Fecky? for his first <laughs> season of the challenge. So he made the final, was very emotional, but in my opinion, he shit the bed when it came to the challenge. He was big. He took out three-time champion Jordan Weisley, but I don't. Th- I like Fessy. I like Fessy. I would love to see him on more challenges. But he wasn't exactly very polarizing. He didn't do a a whole bunch. He didn't make a whole lot of noise. And then when it came to the final, you know, you got this big, tough guy. Wasn't looking so good. Didn't place in the first round and didn't do so great in the second. What do you think is the imprint that Fessy has left on the challenge in his first season? I mean, I think we've all seen people who are really great in the dailies and in the regular, you know, day to day part of the challenge, but aren't ready for a final. Uh, Georgia is a prime example from War of the World One. We really Mm. thought that she would do really well in a final and she ended up tanking. Uh, And I think Fessy is that same thing. I think they went into this thinking it was one thing and then not realizing it is much harder than they gave credit for it i mean everybody does we're sitting on our couch with our m&ms and our popcorn (laughs) and we're like i could run up this thing faster than them what is this well not me but maybe you but uh you know you look at it you go you know and they just don't realize (laughs) you look at it you go i think they just weren't ready and they weren't prepared they didn't realize how serious it was We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. I think Fessy was banking on this, but I think the mental aspect of the game is taking its toll. I think, you know, that constant work throughout the season. And then when it came to it, it was a little bit too much. Not a lot of people are going to win their first final. It's rare. And and being in that house can kind of beat you up. Exactly. But I think he did pretty okay. I think he would be a total beast next season if he if he uh, participates. He's going to be a single man 
this this I was gives gonna them, say <laughs> this gives them a whole entire different avenue to approach the game. And Gilberto, yo, what up, Gil? He says big man in mountains don't mix. His history shows CT, Zach, and now Fessy. And that is also very true. Fast. The air is thinner, snow is it, it never works, it, it, it never works out for them. Hey Rain, what's good? Welcome to the party. Let's go ahead and move on to We're excited to see you. Glad you're here. Let's go ahead and move on to uh <laughs> Bailey and Casey and Casey's legacy for a first season. Well, first thing I want to say, first out, I'm sorry, can I can I interrupt real quick and just say Fessy is going to get so much play next season if he's single. If his girl wants him back, she better scoop his uh back, back up fast. But anyway, on to Casey's legacy. All right. So Casey, for the most part, was wallpaper. She wasn't very interesting. She had this little thing with Nani, which was okay. But Nani picked somebody to do this with every season. I mean, does this even happen if if Asif stays longer? Probably not. But her and Bailey got into it. Uh, Bailey mentioned that her and Casey was Bailey and Casey over at Big Brother. And she got pretty much called, you know, a, a hater, a liar, overreacting. And then footage came out, which showed some truth to it. I never bought the whole actual, like, sexual relationship angle that was being spun. But they had a big fallout. What do you think of Casey after all of this information we now have on her after the season has ended? Kick it off. I mean, Casey, Bailey clarified it, which I really was happy that she did. I never, you know, and I had this argument with with people uh, that I don't think it was ever a situation where she was jealous or if it was a sexual situation. I always thought it as a friend betrayal. You said you had my back and you backstabbed me. That's what I saw. Now, Casey was wallpaper. And honestly, once she started getting screen time, I disliked her more. Mm. Like, I liked her better when she didn't have screen time. And I was like, I want to see more of her. And now that I saw, I'm like, mm, I, I don't know if I like your personality. You seem to come off really rude and kind of entitled and a little bit of an elitist. Uh, maybe that comes from, you know, being someone who is a little bit more athletic and probably thought that she was top tier of the girls, which I think she was athletically. But yeah, I honestly wouldn't be sad not to see her come back. I just don't think she really brought anything. If D was here, she would have gotten even less screen time. The screen time that she did yeah. that she did have didn't really make her look that great, even though she did compete well. I think she got to work this TV thing a little bit more. And I think we can get better out of her. I'm not ready to give up on her just yet. But I do think the way that her and Bailey fell apart might affect her in future seasons because Bailey might still be coming back even without Swaggy, which I would hate because Here's I really wish Swaggy didn't retire. I really, really enjoyed him while he was here. He said on the reunion that he'd be coming back. I don't know if that re I don't remember if the reunion was filmed after he made that statement or before. I'm really hoping that he changes his mind, though. Facts. Me, too. Let's go ahead and jump into Jenna and Zach. So Zach made an appearance during the reunion where he stands by what he said to his fiance. 
now fiance. Uh, what's your take? How do you feel about Zach and Jenna going forward? It doesn't look like either one is going to be on season 36. They have a wedding coming up during the second, third week of February. Um, are you going to miss these, this, uh, this twosome or are you kind of good off of them? I like Jenna on her own. She I don't great like great this season. Mostly. She did really well. Uh, Zach. I mean, he was sitting there looking angry the entire time and just, I just can't believe it that he was literally just okay with everything that he did. He's like, I don't care that I almost screwed up everything for her because I'm a tool bag. Uh, he's a toxic man. She loves him. You can't really, you know, say that, you know, love is blind. And apparently she is very blind when it comes to him. Um, I wish her all the happiness in the world, but I'll be honest. If he continues that kind of activity, eventually Jenna's going to wake up to it. And eventually she's going to walk away from it. Jenna was doing great this season. And that Zach shit obviously fucked with her head. I mean, why couldn't it have just fucking waited? I think without Zach interfering in this season, I think she very well could have made a final. And if she makes that final, I think, I think she could beat Casey. I think a second place finish. Worst case scenario, if she doesn't win. Jenna has stamina. She does. She does. And the thing about it is, it wasn't fair uh, what happened to her. But at the same time, she also kind of allowed it. I mean, if that, if that was me, I would have just hung up like, all right, yo, if you're not with the shit, I got to keep on pushing. But the most disappointing thing is this was a good time for Zach to apologize, explain his behavior, have a human moment. Hey, I seen some shit. I flipped out. It wasn't my best moment. I'm sorry. You know, I stand by her. My behavior was was despicable. We've seen some counseling and I'm just working on, you know, he could have did any of this kind of shit. And it was just. I stand by what I said and fuck you. And you know what? That wasn't the, um, that wasn't the case. That wasn't really the stance to make. Zach he has been, been one like, of the, uh, Jenna wouldn't have done it to me. Yeah. Just I shouldn't have done it to her. Zach has been one of the most disappointing figures in reality TV. If not just a challenge. He's had opportunity after opportunity to seem like a decent person. And just time and time again, just comes off as a, just not a good person. So I'm really over Zach and Jenna. You can do better, but sometimes lessons got to be learned the hard way. I'm sorry. I'm setting off gunshots every time I say that. I'm sorry. I got, I got sound effects, guys. <laughs> He's very excited for his sound effects. I unfortunately cannot hear them. So I will have to watch the episode later to see what he's doing. Sucks to be you. <laughs> oh my God. But did you get the clip? Of Josh, I'm Josh trying to have sex with Amanda and her turning him down. Uh, it's not on here. I got set it up as an audio, but I'm going to set that up as just a video clip so I can just plug that in. I don't think it's going to come up when we start covering the reunions, but I mean, not, uh, uh, not the reunions, the ruins. But yes, that would definitely be a good one to have on, the, on deck. Ready to move on to the next one? Let's do it. Let's go ahead and get it. <laughs> Go ahead and get into Josh. Josh has been on for three seasons. He has 
zero elimination wins and um uh, king friend zone uh what do you think about josh after his first three seasons on the challenge oh god he's just a big lug that doesn't really do much i'll be honest i he tries he really does um but i think he's just one of those he's a kyle that can't perform kyle's better yeah well that's the thing kyle i don't like kyle again prerequisite hey kyle kyle at least performs in finals and he performs in dailies Josh is just literally a, a leg weight to his team and members. So you brought in Kyle. <laughs> Which one is worse, Kyle or Josh? I mean, you're Melissa. As a human being? And you are linked to like, like some of the biggest scumbags on the challenge. Which one Me? is worse, Kyle or Josh? Oh. No, Melissa. Oh, Melissa. Oh, poor Melissa. Um, she's just. No, no, no. Ain't no poor Melissa. She could have exercised better judgment. She really could have. Uh, now, listen, I understand the cow thing. You guys know each other from the UK. You guys have some history together. You've known each other for a long time. Kind of excusable. And it doesn't seem like anything really went far with those two. But these are who you canoodling up with. What? You can't do better. Oh, and Nani. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, it was slim pickings. There was no real cute guys there. The only one that was cute was Fessy, and he had a girlfriend. Not true. Corey, there's Nelson. Corey had a girlfriend who's pregnant at home. That's never stopped him before. He's trying to be better. That's never stopped him. Pam said Kyle is worse, and man, this is really hard. As a human, Kyle is worse. But uh, I'd rather have Melissa hook up with Kyle than hook up with Josh. I just here goes the I thing can't. is, I don't think Josh. I think Kyle is a worse human being. Wait, we Gabe says, "Oh, come, come on, Gabe. We we can't say that, man. Yeah, you wildin'. Listen, <laughs> if if Josh comes out, then he comes out. Until then, I think he want to be identified as hetero." But um, <laughs> somebody else, <laughs> I was watching somebody else just like, wait, Kyle hooked up with Melissa? Like, isn't he gay? And I was just like, listen, I don't know. As far as I know, wait. he is a straight man. I will address him as such until new information is given. Are we talking about Kyle? Uh, I'm sorry. Cole I'm sorry. Josh. Um, Josh, yeah. I don't know. Kyle, too. I don't know. When you look at that hair, it could be. I don't really know. I'm not going to guess. He has a whole girlfriend who apparently lives with him, but that does not oh, yeah, guarantee anything. But you know what? Neither one got nearly as deep as anybody thought. I mean, there was, it didn't really get too explicit with Kyle. And Josh was really just a massage and some cuddling. Well, she did say they snogged, which means kiss. Yeah, they kissed. And, and then she gave him a negative two. A negative two. You got to get that two. audio clip. You got to get that audio clip. That's fucked up. How can you be a negative two? How can anybody be that bad? Listen, in my personal preference, I would say that Josh is probably a better human being, but I can't, I can't, I can't stand either one of them. They're both L's. But yo, Melissa got to take this L. Vienna should have been renamed L. Well, she she did crawl <laughs> into bed with Nani, and apparently Nani is an amazing kisser. So 
fucking Nani. I mean, we're just scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Hey, 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 hey. What? Chicks. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at the same shit like, ha, 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 chicks. (laughs) Because I mean, right next um, to him is literally Anissa and Jenny. Exactly. Hey, good for them. I didn't know. Do you know what? They're bored in a house. These things can go. Uh, these things can go anyway. Yet again, Jason slim pickings. Oh God, Queen Veneers. But um, Josh, <laughs> three seasons. Is he? I mean, does he bring anything to the challenge besides just a, you know, somebody to kick around, just another punching bag that we could joke on, or is he legit? He's a layup. Mm. He's honestly a elimination layup. It's just. <sighs> oh shit! When Wes says. I don't go after trying to eliminate the worst player in the game. God, that has to hurt your whole entire soul. I mean, the fact that like Wes, again, the whole situation with Swaggy, Wes and Bailey and Josh was again, he got schooled in the fact that we don't care. We never talked about you. It was never in our minds to do anything against you. It's just <laughs> I dropped the bomb for no reason. I pressed the wrong thing. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> Whatever. Continue. I'm, I am dropping bombs over here, Malik. That basically, I mean, Josh is just a waste of time. He's just there to make a paycheck. Uh forever long he's there, and they're there to use him to make a final, which is either getting him out in a purge. Or getting him out in elimination. All right. Do you want to see Josh back in the future? Not really, honestly, because even his drama looked played out. Mm. Like he, it's just you looked at it. You look, God, you're just oh, you're trying too hard. He's a tryhard in my tryhard. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent agree with you. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Let's go ahead and move on to um, Ashley. Funny story about Ashley. She just followed me on Instagram for the funniest shit ever. She posted up some picture where she was all leggy and little shorts or whatever. I forget what the caption was, but I just go, I'd like, hey, those chairs. And mind you, I'm being 100 percent serious. I'm like, hey, those chairs in the back are dope. Where did you get them? (laughs) And she, she laughed and sent me a follow back. Like completely random. I wasn't even looking for that. I was dying about that for the past two days. But <laughs> Ashley, at some point, blew up the whole like, why is anybody talking about Jay and bananas? You know, let's talk about that. And then she kind of backpedaled once Jay was just like, yeah, you know, we kind of talked about it. It wasn't really a thing. Da, 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 da. What did you make of that whole move? Like, what's the point of even bringing it up? We are all aware that Morgan was with Jay before bananas. There may have been some overlap, but. Nobody really seemed to be too hurt about it. So fair or foul should have actually should have just um, what's what I'm looking for. Oh yeah. Shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> mind her own business. Yeah, I mean, mind she, your own business. she openly stated that she did it because she was drunk, uh, you know, and being messy on Twitter. Which no, no, no. this us, is on the reunion where she brought it no, up no, again. But, but that's where she brought it up. She originally brought gotcha. it up on Twitter, and that's why they brought it up because they were like, she tweeted about this, and what does everybody feel about it? And then she basically said, "Listen, I was, you know, being messy, and I was pissed off at the fact that you know I'm getting all this negative attention. I think that's what it is. I think she sometimes tried to deflect because she wasn't getting the best maybe edit." Or um, the <laughs> or getting like what she wanted from yeah, people. Sherlock fucking Gabe over here finding the uh, the comment I left on Ashley's IG. <laughs> he would leave it to Gabe. I love you, Gabe. You are a very special man. But um, yeah, I mean, you look at it, you go. She just she was just having fun on Twitter. She does that. She likes to spill tea. And I think everybody said that though. When I first saw the cast list, I was like, oh, we're going to have drama. Jay's there and Johnny's there and we're going to have a whole thing. And then it was meh. Yeah. And I'm kind of okay with that because that's how grown, grown, mature people deal with these kind of things. And then move on. Hey, you, I used to date her. You date her now. Like, there's no lingering feelings and it is what it is let's continue to push forward this is how people deal with shit and and real life which doesn't translate to really great tv just like that's why nelson versus swaggy and we'll talk about this more later wasn't shown on tv who cares if they had a nice moment of understanding and shit we don't want to see that shit but they might as well have thrown in the fight too i mean we can't get enough of that shit that's just who we are as challenge fans Oh, I Bailey's face when uh, he was talking about he's like, no, I was really heated. He was disrespecting my wife. And she was all like and I was like, oh, so much love right there. That was was, very, very sweet. I was like, my heart was bursting. I was like, yay, Team Swaggy and Bailey, please come back. We love you. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about something uh, a little bit more sensitive. That's going to be Kayla versus Bear. Kayla has been in a long-term relationship with Vegas uh, mainstay and DJ Mikey P. So during the show, she hooked up with Bear. um, And it looks like Mikey already found out just, you know, these are how these messy things go. And she was relieved. Uh, She said she wasn't happy in her current situation and kind of used Bear as a way out of that. I don't think a lot of us agree with how she did it, but kind of understandable. I think it's a very human moment. She apologized for it. She says she's worked things out with Mikey, but I feel like she was afforded a level of compassion and privacy and care that Cara wasn't when the whole thing with Paulie went down. Now, don't get me wrong. I have no problem with the way that that was handled. I think I have no problem with people being compassionate towards other people. And even though I am a really big Cara fan and I really, really like Paulie. And even though Paulie was in the wrong, Paulie has went through hell and high water to get his way back in. And I, they've been doing great ever since. I'm very happy for them. I'm also very happy with the amount of compassion that was shown towards Kayla. I think that that's the way these things should be handled. Uh, don't get me wrong. 
people ripped her apart. People said what they had to say, but the overall level wasn't to that of what Kara had to deal with when she was going through that shit. Let's talk about that for a little bit. What do you think was the main difference of why she was treated this way and why a Kara wasn't? I think it just has to do with the fact that people, there's more people that like the clickbait against Kara and they know that that's going to get them likes and they know that that's going to get them the retweets uh, is going after Kara because she is such a polarizing figure. Now, my issue with Kayla, and I feel like she should have been drugged through the mud more, is she stated in her interview Oh, my God, I don't want to embarrass him. I feel so bad, but not really. And then she goes after she gets eliminated to Bear's house for whatever amount of time, two or three weeks or something like that, and is posting all over his shit, posting everywhere that he she's basically being a skis while she's still technically in a relationship. And he's posting lovey-dovey shit about her and trying to keep, you know, their public image positive until they can clear everything up. And she's out there looking all kinds of trash. And that's what I don't like. Don't be like that. You're being a hypocrite. You're like, I don't want to embarrass him. But hold on. Let me take a picture with a towel on. And that's it with Bear's ring on. Like, look at me. I'm so sexy and I'm in England <laughs> and I'm fucking Bear. And I don't give a fuck that my boyfriend's in Las Vegas waiting for me. That's what it was. And that's what I feel like she should have been dragged more. I cannot stand that shit. I'm, I'm a little surprised. I mean, a woman not get. <laughs> and uh, Amber's a very big fan of your impression of Kayla Casillas. But. I'm totally okay <laughs> with people not getting dragged to death over something. Don't get me wrong. I like Kayla. I'm not a huge Kayla hater. So I like the fact that some people was able to ease up a little bit because this is very, very hard times. One of the things I dislike the most, and it probably mostly came from Kayla, but Bananas and Wes had a part of this, and Bear definitely is just the disrespect shown towards Mikey. I felt like, and I know some people just dislike him and people dislike him for a lot of old tweets where I think he's explained and, and he apologized for enough, like enough, like when, when is enough enough? Like, I'm glad she didn't get dragged as bad as she was, but I don't think that compared to what happened with Kara, I don't think it was really fair. I think a lot of people got to keep the same energy. Exactly. And I think a portion of it and and the positive part about it, because I think it's a positive thing that they didn't go. Don't get me wrong. She got dragged. You know, people shitted on her. And okay, you can't control all of Twitter. People are going to say it, but it lasted for like a week or two. And then people let up and I'm okay with that. That's that's a good thing. That's kind of how it should be. I, I did something fucked up. I got dragged on it and everybody's able to move the fuck on. I mean, people still bring up the poly shit. They're not even knowing this season. So and the thing I'm is, okay is what really that. pisses so me by, off. Oh, one second. I'm shocked by you as a woman. What happened to women? Supporting women. Let Who's me tell you at? something. I don't give a fuck about Kayla. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if she's female. Just because of anything else, I don't have to like the bitch. I don't. Now, mind you, I can tell you this. The part I dislike is the fact that 
you know, they bring up Kara, the situation, because Polly had a girlfriend. But nobody brings up the fact that Bear did have a girlfriend at home at the same time as Kayla, having her boyfriend at home. Now, mind you, the level of dis I don't like Mikey. I can't stand him either. But I don't like the level of disrespect because Kara never disrespected anybody. Like she never openly was like, fuck you. I don't care. She's always been trying to do as much as possible to make it as little like affecting other people as possible. And Kayla just was straight out there like, I don't give no fucks. So that's the reason why I'm really upset at the level of the fact that people do not keep the same energy and they don't keep the same the same energy with the men, because at the end of the day, Bear should have been dragged just as much as Kayla and sure as hell, Polly, even though Polly was dragged as much as anything else. But we go way back to even people still bring up the Abe situation and Tom situation. And and Polly got dragged for it so much harder than Bear. But here goes the difference. We all know Bear's a slut. He's a thot. Give him look. Good I mean, Polly doesn't have the best what reputation either. No, <laughs> he doesn't. Females. But, 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 <laughs> is it any worse than Bear's? Well, Bear does it openly. I think I think he just uh, he's just like, I'm Bear and look da da and I fuck all the ladies and everybody <laughs> loves me because I have an English accent. And I think <laughs> I honestly think that Polly, unfortunately, due to the fact that he's very polarizing and he's such a competitor, he doesn't really come there to have a good time. He comes there to compete. So I think that might be the difference is Bear's there for entertainment. Polly's there for the game. Okay, real quick. Pam says something about somebody's um, Pornhub video. Yeah. Have you seen it? Who, who who got a point on video? Bear. Yeah, it's gross. It's just Gr- him. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Gross how? It, it's it's him alone doing things to himself. And it's not <laughs> with the front portion of himself. I'm trying to be really, really, really PG. Okay. Do you, <laughs> do you want me just to go nasty? I will go nasty. <gasps> no, Tim said it. Yeah. He's in his... Yeah. And oh. it's just not... It's And that's plural, Pam. It's not just one. It's, it's, it's plural. Like more than one, like, digit? Yeah. From what I understand, I've never seen it. I've heard about it and I don't want to see it. Why? Why is this? Why did he do? (laughs) 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 I am really, I was really, 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 really trying to be PG. Listen, uh, podcast is on pause. Do Just not for, look it up right now. I need you shall, to focus. Shall we get afterwards? I kind of feel, kind of feel like I have to. Not right now, right now. All right. Hold on one second. <clears throat> hey, Mo. Can you do me a favor? Oh, no. Don't can make you, her watch it. Can you Don't. look up Stephen Bear's Pornhub video? 
No. Well, I'm told I can't uh, look it up on the podcast, but apparently it's something fucked up. Why? Leave your poor wife alone. (laughs) She don't want to see that. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I kind of have to. Jesus Christ, man. That really just kind of just... Pam said she had to bleach her eyes afterwards. I just, don't worry about it. I'll find it. And by I find it, I mean, <clears throat> hey, Gabe, forward that to me. <laughs> <laughs> he probably already seen it. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to something a little bit more, a little bit less X-rated. And um, <laughs> that's the opposite oh, of chicks. It's the I just, opposite. <laughs> I just don't even know what to fucking expect. That's just that's wild. Anyway, uh, moving on. So the reunion was broken up into it was a really a reunion on the first episode. And the second one was kind of part reunion, half of shit they should have shown. How did you feel about that? Because I love that. I did like the idea. I like the idea at all a lot. It really kind of brought you more into the season. Um, Can I say real quick, though, before we move on to the the shit they should have shown portion of the reunion? How much did you laugh when Nani signed off? And she's like, I'm out of here because the people that I always have their back never have my back. So I'm out. And she. (laughs) Yeah, that was I was just like, okay, like, we don't care. And who was she talking about? We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. Well, it happened right before they went into the segment about Zach and um, Jenna. So, Mm. I mean, she's openly stated that Jenna and all of them didn't have her back the entire time. And they always let her get dragged out. They were both gone before the end. I think a portion of it is the way she was not defended. I guess is the best way of saying it. She always defends everybody else, but nobody defends her. Now, mind you, I don't see that. But again, this is paranoid Nani 101, where she's like, nobody has my back and I'm always alone in this. And da 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 da. And she storms off. Uh, Let me go get my noodles and I'm going to go storm off. Yeah. You know, she needs her camera time. And even in her exit, she has to get her camera time. But um, I didn't really think too much of it i love i mean we all miss the uh the shit they should have shown um show at the end so i thought that was really really dope how they kind of brought those both both into it uh during during the uh second episode so i was a big fan of that yet still not showing the hookup between johnny and jenny there is a hookup between johnny and jenny they were snuggling and cuddling so don't even think about trying to say it ain't happening it's it's all still conjecture until we get they a little bit some more time. They are covering it up because they are obsessed with bananas. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to go and continue <laughs> protecting bananas. But when Antonio they first isn't started, here. Somebody's got to. Yeah, exactly. 
So one of the first things they went into during the shit they should have shown was just how fucked up the whole entire uh, house was. They bought up the porta potties. They bought up everybody's pen. And let's talk about that for a minute because I'm a grown ass man. And one thing I've never done is take a piss in the shower, much less the shower wall. Uh, what do you think about the conditions that the challenges were subjected to during well, you their know, stay during Total Madness? When you got to go potty, you got to go potty. I mean, not as long as they're not. Shower. Everybody not, not uses that shower. That is gross. Uh, Nelson, Nelson has taken big L's all season. He has to do so many apologies, so many apologies. But. No, that's fucked up. Uh, he he got to take the L. Listen, Gilberto, there's there are pictures online. Look them up. They're snuggled and they're cuddled. You can try and deny it. They were, they were snuggled. The, gotta let it go. They're laying in the same bed during the final, and sure, there was little. Their legs may have been closed during some time during the season, but I just don't feel confident in putting that narrative out there. It sounds like it sounds like a rumor. Just Allegedly, like but there's pictures. Exactly. Allegedly, what there's pictures of. Not them boning, but of them snuggled right, and cuddled, they, 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 which is what I said. They, they snuggled up. and cuddled. There's more evidence on Josh and Melissa than there is about Jenny. Because and bananas. bananas always knows how to hide. But anyway, back to the conditions in the house. When you got to go, you got to go. Anyway, so I don't necessarily agree with peeing in a bunker because I don't know oh, how their pee- water was being filtered. Like and they were peeing in the sink. Like, like how was their water being filtered through? Were they like, cause Jenny said something in my, like taking a shower in water or urine or whatever. I, I, so I don't know how they were doing it, but of course they have the porta potties. You have to go outside. So you don't even know how long it is to get outside. And when you really got to go potty in the morning, like if I wake up, I'm running to the bathroom cause I got to go potty. I don't know if I can make it all the way out, like depending on how far it is. So I don't necessarily blame them, but come on, guys, at least clean up after yourselves. Don't pee on the wall like you're in the second grade and you don't know how to, you know, freaking point to the the freaking drain. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the panic attacks. Both Bailey and Corey had panic attacks, anxiety attacks during the season. Is the challenge doing enough for mental wellness during the season? Panic panic attacks are pretty scary. It feels like, you know, it feels like you're dying. Mm-hmm. And I've really felt for them. Uh, I haven't, I don't have a lot of experience with panic attacks, but I've had a couple. And every time I, ha- I haven't had one in many, many years, I learned how to like manage stress and not let things get to me. But when I seen that, I really felt for them. But one, they're both African-Americans Two, the situations that they're in in the bunker. I, I, you know, I can imagine how that might be getting to them. But I know that sometimes after one of these things happen, we didn't see any producers or anything stepping in. Should these kind of mental episodes be taken a bit more seriously? Because back in the day when Tanya was having episodes, I can't fit. I can't help but feel like maybe a little bit more should have been done they seen what happened when these things get out of control what's your take i mean with tanya i felt like they never they never handled it at all they just let her lose her shit and they always aired it 
Like mm-hmm. Tanya's meltdowns were always aired. Now, with these two, they at least had the decency to cut them out. Um, as you can, as you know, I mean, my friend, my my best friend, she stays with me. She has terrible anxiety, and I can only imagine being underground in a bunker with no real fresh air, very little sunlight, and you just feel the walls closing in on you. And I mean, it, it, there's no circulation. So it, I can definitely understand where they're at. And I think they did take it semi-seriously by not even showing them having these meltdowns. Um, I think it's good they didn't show it. But sometimes after one of those happen, you need a little bit of help. And sometimes no matter what your friends or somebody says, I think maybe a professional should probably be involved, at least to help talk them through it. Because a lot of times what happens, especially if somebody's going through a rough time or if they're suicidal, if they have a panic attack, that one panic attack can push them over the edge. Um, you know, and for people who's never had them or never experienced with them or haven't been around them, they come off as, yo, stop being a baby. I remember Vinny went through something like that on Jersey Shore and he left and they're like, oh, he's being a baby. What does he have to worry about? Yes, panic attacks for the most part are mostly in your head, but they're going to manifest itself physically. It has to be taken seriously. I'm not saying they didn't take it seriously. We just didn't see that happening. I mean, I think it depends also on the challengers asking for help. But you also got to know that these are the same people that can't show weakness in a challenge house. You know, having these type of situations, they probably held it in a lot. Um, you know, you you just the only one you see like really freaking out is Bailey. Um, because even in the the scenes that they saw, you just saw Corey walking around jittery, but you didn't see him like freaking out. Uh, you know, and and Gabe is right. In the past, they would just make fun of it and make jokes about these kinds of meltdowns and freakouts. Uh, so I think I think that, yes, maybe there should be some sort of on site help, especially with the fact that this was such a different type of a season um, because of the fact that they had the bunker situation. I think the only thing close to this would have been like the island. Um, but usually they have the openness and the availability to go outside and kind of have more space. And then this was all indoors and underground, which can really cause a lot of mental, you know, drain and, you know, just stress. So, but I know that they can't really do that too much because also this game is partially mental. There's a reason why they put them in the bunker. It's to try and see if the bunker would break them. Absolutely. And when people are broken, it makes great TV. Let's go ahead and close out the episode with one last thing. And that's going to be Nelson and Angela. Apparently Nelson was expecting Angela to show up in some lingerie, something nice. It was his birthday. And and the challenge 35 underscore put out something about Nelson and um, uh, Nelson and D hooking up. And I remember that tweet. Yeah. Messy as it is. Shame on you. And. (laughs) <laughs> she you say it. that <laughs> she she acted out for it what's your take on how that all went down was i mean it doesn't seem like nelson did anything wrong uh i think angela could have displayed a little bit more 
I don't want to say intelligence, but just something where you just don't believe everything that's coming out on internet fan pages, even though some of it is accurate as fuck, but just to kind of just take that in and then dump that all over Nelson. Corey doesn't like Angela. I don't know which I would take. This is also so very messy. Here's the issue with Nelson. And here's probably the reason why Angela freaked out. Nelson has a bad history. Nelson has cheated on Angela before multiple times. And she has taken him back and they've got broken up and got back together. They has have openly. Yeah. That's the real. That's the original reason why they broke up. Um, when cheating? Yeah. Henny. Uh, cheating, but not with Henny. Well, maybe with Henny. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe that was her name. Uh, but... You know, he he's a cheater. He's openly admitted that he has cheated on her. Uh, and I think that real quick. Nadine Anderson said that crying was fake as hell. Do you think Angela was fucking around, maybe trying to get back onto the challenge or maybe just uh, kind of doing the most for attention? I'll be honest. I think Angela can get on the challenge on her own. I think she has enough of a clout. I think she honestly still gets phone calls. I think she turns them down. But so and that's what? my opinion, honestly. But she's a good competitor and she brings drama. Plus, she also had past hookups with Johnny and all that stuff with the, you know, the past cheating, her relationship with Nelson, the dramas that she had with other cast members. I think Angela is actually a really good competitor. Now, do I think her crying was faked? Now, I've seen her fake cries because I've watched her on TV for quite a few years. She looked like she was kind of having a meltdown. You changed the the our thing changed. Oh, there we go. You fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, no, you're fine. I noticed it in the thing. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I honestly think it was honest. And I think that she was honestly just thinking about their history. And Nelson is not known for being faithful. And is, is that confirmed that he cheated, though? I think he's sta- he's a I think he's openly stated that he has and there's been DMs sent to her. I mean, she's made mentions of it. And you've also I, I do believe even on the Dr. Phil show, he did meant and state that he cheated on her. Yeah, I didn't watch that shit. I didn't either. But I know that he I know that it has been confirmed that he has cheated on her. And that's one of the reasons why they broke up, because she would catch him cheating and freak out and. Do all the normal girl shit, you know, only break your house and break your shit. That's not normal shit. That's highly problematic shit. That is not normal shit. Oh, well, you know, when you're a crazy female, (laughs) don't cheat. Don't cheat on crazy females. They will break your shit. I agree with that. Shots to that. Well, anything else we missed? Anything else we should have covered before we go on and get up out of here? I got to say. Also, Corey and Nelson better be careful because Angela has been tweeting that she's getting real sick of keeping her mouth shut, that she's been keeping secrets about Corey and Nelson. But we know the secret. Nelson has blown Corey at least once. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) At least once, which is totally okay with it. Uh, I have no problem with that, but it most likely happened. I want to see if she puts out a messy YouTube video (laughs) against the two of them. That would be hilarious. Also, real quick, before we go on and get out of here, any fans questions, any guys, any questions you guys have about it for us for the season or anything like that before we get out of here? Because we still got a couple of minutes. I think we're trending pretty well. It's been one hell of a season. I did enjoy it. 
I don't think total. I think Battle for Independence would have been a better name because yeah. of Total Madness. This this wasn't it. Yeah, it was kind of a lame. And honestly, I mean, it wasn't a bad season. I'm not trying to shit I mean, on the season, but come on, it could it could have been a hell of a lot boring. It was I wasn't boring. Boring. I was just saying with a name like Total Madness and with the Red Skull twist, I think we've expected just a whole lot more. Now, I know the challenge been kicking it around a theme for next season, something cutthroat with new, middle, and old school. Would you like to see that? Oh, that would be fun. Uh, and let's go ahead and segue that into Gabe asking, what do y'all think the next theme should be? What do you think the uh, theme should be next season? You know, I'd be happy to see, even though Final Reckoning was kind of like a Rivals, but I would be happy to see another boy-girl uh, or... A, a separate situation, girl, girl, or boy, boy rivals where they had like on rivals one and rivals two, where there were two winners, uh, a girl team and a boy team. Uh, I would like to see another cutthroat season. Cause I felt like that was a really well played, uh, season and a really good, uh, theme. Cutthroat was pretty great. I say we still been waiting for a dual three. Might as well bring that motherfucker back. I mean, all reality with the whole Resco thing, that could have been segued into a dual three. Glad that didn't happen. Fuck up the name of the duel. But um, you know what? I'm going to go way out there. Let's bring back the island. Let's throw those motherfuckers no. back on the island and give them as much alcohol as they want and no food. And But you got to have dailies, though. That whole... No daily shit didn't work. Go ahead, bring back the island. No right, more survivor shit. Come on now. Right. All right. Pam wants to know what was your greatest part of the season besides Josh crying? I mean, let's keep it 100. There's nothing better than seeing uh, Josh cry. But um, favorite part of the season, I got to say, I know it sounds cheesy, but I love seeing Wes and Bananas bury the hatchet. I'm very excited to see what these two guys can pull off in future coming seasons. Uh, what was yours, Becky? Hmm. I got to say uh, Vienna winning her first elimination while in the womb. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> uh, Melissa being able to pull out a win while pregnant is honestly such you just not something you've seen ever. So I'm I was very entertained and honestly very proud of Melissa for killing that. Well, I wouldn't say ever. I mean, yes, very, very impressive. But Balua did bring a baby onto the challenge. She was not pregnant. That, true. And I'm not taking anything away from Melissa. Just put it in contrast. Rain wants to know, who do you think really shined this season? Uh, for me, I got to say Jay. Jay got two victories. SF wasn't really nothing to write home about. But CT, that is a fucking win. That is, come on, that's not easy. I know CT's elimination record may be a little bit suspect, uh, being with his advanced age, but beating him with anything with ropes, that's legit. Plus, he was likable. He wasn't scared. He didn't bitch and moan all day about having to keep going in. Jay is probably going to be one of the best new challengers ever. And I would say as part B to that, Rogan definitely stepped up and showed that he's not as useless as we all thought he was. So I'd be happy to see them both in the coming up seasons. What about you, Becky? Oh, God. Um, this is going to probably be not. And I hate to say it. 
And it's really one of those situations where I probably wasn't going to get some hate for it. Before the drama went down, D actually really shined this season. I felt like D came back with a whole new head and was winning dailies and was a part of storylines. And she was really she was really out there like you got to you got to give it up for her for really putting her name out there. Unfortunately, with the whole canceled situation and what happened, it's sad to see that so much potential got flushed down the toilet for stupid decisions. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this straight up and down. I am totally okay with how MTV handled the situation, even though we know other people deserve to ask more. But if you give D two, three seasons off, she make her man's shows that she has learned from what she said. I won't be a hundred percent against seeing her back at some point, just purely from what she brought to the TV show. D was not a bad competitor for TV. And she showed up when it comes to eliminations and dailies. I think winning one got to her head a little bit, started running off at the mouth. And she is paying the price. Really, only time could tell. But I don't think a lifetime ban is 100% necessary. I will also even say that for Jordan. I would just love to see a little bit more accountability. Lifetime bans aren't always necessary. And I don't think that it has to be bought this way. But I'm not bitching against the decision. And I am okay with it. But. Let's leave room open for people to change and do more in the future. My biggest problem with the whole Jordan thing is we haven't seen any change from him, in my opinion. But no. my opinion isn't the one that matters when it comes to casting. Let's go ahead and take a couple more questions. Rain wants to know, Jenny looks unstoppable after this season. What girls do you think you really contend with her? Um, Tori flattened her one season. I don't think it'll happen again, but Tori's a beast. On the flip side of that, I would say Cam and Cara. From the current staff, Cam Cara, maybe Georgia, if put in the right situation because she is scrappy, maybe Maddie, if it's something physical and she cuts down to smoking. Becky? Um, Laurel. Laurel. Is she Cara. coming back? Yeah, she wants to come back from what I heard. And I mean, she doesn't want to go out losing to Ninja. I, yeah, I don't doubt that any way shape or form she's going to let that be her legacy uh but yeah laurel cara uh cam who honestly is so underrated and she deserves a lot more respect than what she gives gets from people um yeah i honestly i don't see maddie i love i love maddie but i don't see her winning anything i just don't think she's got the passion for it i don't think she really has the the Oh God, this gets on terrible. I don't think she has the heart for it. I think she gives up. And yeah. uh, if she doesn't want to, then just not going to work out. But those are the main three, Cam, Kara, and Laurel. Well said. All right, Emily guys. Schramm, if she decides to come back. She's not coming back. But I would love it if she did. That is going to do it for us. Thank you so much for rocking with us through another season. This is our third season. And we did um free agents and we did uh the island so that's really five seasons guys the ruins is up next most likely we're gonna take the ruins keep going forward uh originally we wanted to do like the duel 
but those half hour formats, it really just didn't fit for right now. We may go and do them again at later points, but we're going to be taking a quick break, max four weeks, maybe a little bit sooner. We see how I fail. We see how I do uh, catching up with other stuff, but Lord knows I can use a break. Man, uh, a lot of changes this season. I got sound effects. We got a new layout. We decided to go live and give you the podcast live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Good chance Twitch is coming up next. I always say how much I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. You guys give us the most valuable thing ever. You guys give us your time. Time you can never get back. You decide to spend that time with us. I can't tell you how much I value that and I appreciate that. And just for that, I'm always going to keep putting out great content. I'm still going to keep talking my shit. I'm still going to keep beefing with podcasts. I'm going to keep my fucking name in their mouth anytime, <laughs> easy, whoever wanted to get this smoke. But most importantly for you, the people who, who watch our show, the people who buy a t-shirt, the people who just respond to us, we see everything. We appreciate everything. I thank you. I appreciate. I love all you guys. I can't wait to get back to you. Becky, anything else? No, really much of the same. Thank you so much. I appreciate. I mean, we obviously appreciate the fact that you give us your time, your love, uh, the fact that you are so interactive with us. I am. I was really nervous about going live. And honestly, I'm super excited, super excited that we did, because, you know, I think that we, our personalities are able to shine so much more. And uh, I think we can connect to you guys more. Because I feel like we're just more available. So uh, super great season. I love all of you guys. So much love and appreciation. Big shout out to Malik, who puts in all this work and really keeps this podcast running. So he deserves Anything all for the, the people. And he lo- and he gets all he deserves all the love that he gets because he's a great, 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 great commentator and, a, you know, a great, you know, lead man because basically this where we're all he's the boss uh and you know (laughs) we all do it together and then shout out to antonio and and tyler you know we love you guys you know obviously you're not here tonight but you know they'll be coming back and we're gonna have some more fun exactly can't wait till we come back as a foursome make sure you follow me at malik underscore mtv make sure you follow becky at gift master bex Make sure you visit us at lwcpodcast.com. If you need challenge seasons, if you need challenge merchandise or anything, you can just DM me or make sure you visit shopthechallenge.com. When you get a chance, leave us five stars on Apple iTunes. It really help us out. Definitely appreciate that. We are on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, CastBox, Pandora, a whole bunch of other shit. Make sure you visit my other podcast, 224 The Basement. It, this week's episode was the last episode that you are going to see on Love War Challenges podcast feed. It will be on this whole other show. It is time to separate the two podcasts. It's been great piggybacking the other listeners, but we got to go stand on our own. Um, with that said, leave us a review. We are going to see you guys much sooner than expected. Love all of you guys. We are out of here. See you guys in a couple of weeks. Enjoy all of the sound effects. <laughs> He's I so excited. I didn't even have these motherfuckers.